Hello and welcome to episode 132 of the Worldwide Chelsea Podcast. It's your host, Matt, back for another wonderful podcast. And I'm joined by my two co-hosts, uh, Carlito and Jesters. Guys, how you doing? I'm going to beat them to it. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. It's It's been a wonderful weekend of Chelsea beating some little bitch clubs. Um, That's right. Chelsea suddenly being linked with about five players today um, that are potentially close to signing. It's all good. We're doing deals quickly, unlike some YouTubers think we are. Um, hello, Sadiq. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a good Sunday to be a Chelsea fan. Jared? Yes, sir? How are you? How are you? I am super fantastic. I'm oh, on wow. a gravy train with biscuit wheels. <laughs> what? I'm American and I haven't even heard that. Oh, that's from uh, Kingpin. Oh, that's right. Damn it. I yes. Come on, man. You're slipping on me. Mm. But no, I, I, I was, uh, I was very uh, pleased on what I saw yesterday. I know the score line said four three, but you know they scored two when we had. Uh, a center back playing right back and uh, a, a left back playing center back. So I'm, I'm going to discount yeah, I, I, that. I, a little I just looked at it. When, when the shit defenders come on, they suddenly scored all the goals. Yeah. Um, uh, saw some great things from some players. Um, so I, I'm ecstatic. I just really would like to get into it. Um, and uh, my last day of my staycation. So. He's just he's just hanging out at his house. I'm just yeah, hanging out at my house. <laughs> go go watch Oppenheimer. We can watch it together in spirit. Um, not Jared. I'm with you, man. Four three. Not really. It was really a four one game. Um, Brighton, buddy. That manager and I and I, I wrote something early Saturday morning that exploded the entire fan base of Brighton. It put them in in such a tizzy. They were so mad. All twenty five of them were so mad, and it was a it was about their manager talking about our players as if he was in charge of them. He said, "Oh yeah, well maybe if you put Colwell in the deal for Caicedo, maybe maybe we'll budge on that." But really, what I want is Colwell and Caicedo at Brighton, dude. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Seriously, don't speak on our players. Don't talk about openly about deals that have not been done yet or won't be done. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that the, the hierarchy at Brighton is thrilled with you, and I'm sure that Pochettino looked at it and goes, "All right, we're going to beat this motherfucker. We're going to bring him down to size. We're going to smoke this team today," and we did. But I, I am I, I am so irritated by that arrogance. I mean. The dog's got Sugar Ray Mark McGrath hair with no hairline. This ain't 1999, motherfucker. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are talking shit on my club? You're no one. You've experienced nothing. You have accomplished nothing. And you're speaking on our fucking players? I don't think so, pal. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, to be fair, his, his comments were just borderline ridiculous. Um I know basically the idea of tapping up a player happens all the time. Everyone does it. So it's, the, the rules aren't really rules anymore. But that was just 
beyond just stupid uh, and crazy. Um, but we did the professional thing and just showed on the pitch who's the boss and who's the bitch. And Brighton will be our bitch. We've taken Paul Winstanley. We unfortunately took Graham Potter. Uh, we took Cucurella. We're going to take Caicedo. You're not getting Carwell back. And you can go back to being a small club that is known for being the most wokest university in the world. That's it. And a shit beach. There you go. <laughs> well, I won't speak on that because I've never been to the beach. So uh, I don't really think y'all have beaches there in Britain anyway. Yeah, the, the, not, the, you don't want to swim in them waters. The greatest no, thing yeah. that ever happened to Brighton and Hove Albion is that Brian Clough was their manager for five minutes. And then him and Peter Taylor fucked off back to Nottingham Forest. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. I, this club, this provincial club, this nothing club, talking all this shit, being so difficult to negotiate with. And then the manager comes out and says that with his shitty haircut. Ugh, get out of here. Yeah, I, I look, I think that, yes, we finished 12th last year. That was last year. That's not this year. We're still Chelsea Football Club. And if anybody has or is under any misconception that we're a small club or we don't swing one of the biggest dicks in the world, um, I don't know where you've been lately, but we swing a pretty big one. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Um, we, we own London. London's ours. We don't even say London's blue. London's just Chelsea's. We have that picture on lockdown. Okay. So let's let's understand that there there is a still a, a hierarchical society when it comes to football clubs, and we're in the hierarchy. And uh, you know we can flick you like a flea. <laughs> I you know I I don't know. Sometimes they you know they get uppity, and some you got to smack them back down. Uh, <laughs> Brighton. Even even the Ajax merger. Yesterday was chatting a bit of shit, saying about how Kudus should stay unless a big club comes in, acting as if we're not a big club just because we finished 12. It's like, who are you? Ajax have not been relevant for years. Let's be very yeah. clear. We won the Champions League in 2021. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> what are we you know, talking about here? write that history, too, saying we fluked it. Oh, get out of here. I yeah, watched that game, too, bro. If we're talking about failures, Ajax couldn't even win the Eredivisie, a very shit league. They didn't yeah. win it? Oh, no. PSV. PSV did. Wow. Yeah, they, the AX oversold. Yeah. But that's, that's neither here nor there. The gist of the matter is we're a big club. We have a plan in place. We have the manager in place. We're running that plan. Either get on board or get the fuck off the train. If not, stand in the railroad tracks like a, like a, a no oil uh, protester and get run over by the train. We don't care. Super glue your hands to the rails. We're going to run them over. I, I just do not care anymore. I am tired of the whinging and moaning about people who don't get 100% their way. Take your toys, get out of my fucking sandbox, and go home to your mom and your dad who left for milk and never came home. And yes, it was your fault. Jared, is there anybody in particular you want to shout out? No, I I, I don't do that because I'm not rude. <laughs> All right, I'll shout out one. Sadiq. Shut up, Sadiq. Stop talking about Vardy Old Man City. Vardy Old's not at Man City. That transfer didn't happen. 
All right? The transfer didn't happen. We are moving exactly the way that Chelsea wants to move. We're moving in silence. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. All right? And we are going to get our guys. By the way, we got our guy with that striker. Phenomenal. We'll get into him in a second. But we're going to get the players we want to get, and we're going to move the way that we want to move. If you don't like it, sit on your hands and shut up. Yeah, I mean, Sadiq has dug himself into a few too many holes. Um, the whole Vardial thing was just funny. Um, and then now that just Kudus has come out of nowhere, Elise has come out of nowhere, and as we've kind of discussed off air, aren't particularly difficult deals to do and could be very quick um, if Chelsea want to. Um, so Chelsea are moving. They're moving. Um, we might not be moving on one transfer, but I don't give a damn as long as he comes. I couldn't give a shit when he comes. Um, ideally, as I've always said to Sadiq, I'd like I would have liked Caicedo to play against Brighton. I would have liked Caicedo to play against Wrexham. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He'll get he'll fit in eventually at some point, and we'll go on and do our thing. Um, Carlito, in obviously we've had both the Wrexham and the Brighton game. I think the Brighton game we can have a look at and judge a bit more properly because of the level of teams. Who, during the period of the two games, impressed you the most? Uh, two players. Uh, they're both Brazilian. Uh, Angelo Gabriel, a uh, very clever young man, super confident. I mean, the way that he plays, the way that he moves after he passes, which is very important, um, it's, it's, it's pretty elite. Uh, some, of the, some of the style of play things that he has are a little old school. Um, that some of the stuff that he does, like he, he'll run at a pass he just made because he wants the, the player to just play it right back to him as sort of a bumper. Like you don't see that a lot in the modern game, but he does it and he does it often. You could just tell that this is just something about his game that he decided he wanted to differentiate himself from other players with. And I, I actually really like it. I think it's an old school move. Um, but other than that, I mean, his passing is really good. His touch is good. He's tall. Uh, he's fast, he's clever, he's fearless, and um, I I don't even know if we should put him on loan, man. Even if we buy Michael Lise, I don't know that we should put Gabriel on loan. I'd actually like to see him stay. He's a very fun player. And the other one is um, Andres Santos. Andres Santos, you've passed the test, buddy. You have passed the test. You have sticky feet. You're kind of a boring player in the best possible way. You just want to receive the ball from the center back and keep the tempo, keep it moving. Uh, spray the balls around, always wanting the ball like Jorginho. You're just a considerably better athlete than Jorginho. But, you know, they they, they pass similarly. I'm very pleased with Andres Santos. Is he going to start? No. But we don't have to go out and buy another Romeo Lavia or anything like that. I think that this guy as a sub for Moises Caicedo is actually more than perfect. And this person would cost $60 million in two years. We bought him for $12 million. So it's pretty interesting. Fantastic. Um Jester, do you agree with Carlito of your picks, or would would you watch well, out? I have a few more to speak on, um, and, and I'm going to do this as in you have to play both games, okay? So there were some pe- people just came and played one game. Um, we'll speak about them because they had an excellent one game. Uh, but over the two games, because that's what you asked, uh, Andre Santos, of course, he's ready. Yeah, I, I you know, if you want to have that debate with me, I'm fine to have it because uh, I'll just put on the game film and let you see that he is ready. He's, he has some beautiful passes. I mean, the pass he made to Sterling out of the back. 
stuck it right to him. Um, and the, the, you know, when he hits the ball to you, it's not like it's overweighted or anything. It's the right weight. So, you know, even if when you take it out of the air, it just drops at your feet. So it's just something about the way he plays that I'm mesmerized by. Tesseray um, uh, Cassidy, okay. This is everything that I was told Mason Mount was. Okay. <laughs> this kid is going to be special. And I would love to keep him in the team. I think, unfortunately, he's going to go out on loan uh, just because I want him being the starting 11 week in, week out. So hopefully that can happen wherever he goes. But the man drew a second yellow. Not enough is said about that, but he made him make that foul. I mean, right? The fact that you're getting sent off in a preseason friendly is just ridiculous. <laughs> so Brighton. <laughs> well, but Cesare had him beat. He had to do that because Cesare was going to get past him. Um, it's just one of those things that the key, you just see, you just know a baller when you see it. He's a baller. Uh, Andre, uh, Andre, Angelo Gabriel has looked better than he must not be able to hit the broadside of a barn because everything else looks like he's starter material. So, like I said, he might not, he must not be able to hit water from a boat. <laughs> you, you searching for a flaw? I'm so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because he's got the vision, he's got the passing, he's got the dribbling, you know, he's athletic, he's big, you know. There has to be something there that says this guy's not ready yet. But if we're looking at an Olise or a Kudus, that tells me that he's going out on low. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think he's. I think it's always been the idea that he'll go out on earth and you'll give him a chance just to see if he proves otherwise. But I, I think it's always been planned that he'll go out on low. And I do think if I look and see something that he's not quite finished yet is probably the clinical final final part um, yeah but that's something that at his age i wouldn't expect a 19 year old to be super clinical so again as as, as he matures he can work on that uh, and i think Strasbourg. my question would be is Strasbourg too high for him no uh, too low sorry not too high too low um and does he need no. a, a bigger move or not I, I i'd be happy to send him to Strasbourg. um but I think that would be the only question on Andrew Gabriel right now. Yes, league on. But I got two more. I got two more. Uh, Malagusto. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, if we have Reese James cover. Uh, this guy went up one-on-one with Matoma, who's, I've been told, the next big uh, syllable asset out of Brighton. Um, he, he's supposed to be the, the uh, Japanese mudrick. Um, is what I understand. He's not as good as Woodrick. Oh my I, god. All I'm saying is he shut him down. Um so for me, I'm not worried about a right back position at all now. No. And uh last and certainly not least, Miss Jackson. I mean, is that you is that you, Miss Jackson? Oh woo woo. Miss Miss Jackson. If you know what I'm, if you know what show I'm referencing, you know, if you don't have a job, you ain't got shit to do. 
<laughs> I mean, fr- fr- are you talking about Friday? Yeah. Nick <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, Jackson to me, look, okay, I was not familiar with your game when you came. No one but I am it. now. You got my full and undivided attention when you're on the field. Yeah. Well, Carlito, uh, can, we, can we just retract the uh, 20 minutes of a uh, pod that we argued on last time about the striker? Yeah. And then, I, you know, shout out to Nkunku as well, because he scored two in two yeah, games. Nkunku's, Nkunku's awesome. Um, but, he's but just, he's just that a really good. He's just a really good player. Surprise. Uh, right. when, you win German league, when you win German League Player of the Year, you're probably fucking good. And he is he is an elite player. I mean, that... that the, thing is, the thing is about Nkuku, though, is I actually think outside of his moments where he's scored in that, he's actually been rather quiet. So I think there's still more that we can see from Nkuku. I think that's the good part about it. Yep. I, I still don't think we're seeing full-on Christo Nkuku there. I, I think we're seeing moments, and the moments are working, which is great, because... Fantastic. We, have, we haven't had someone to do that in a long while, but I'm excited. I'm excited about some of these players. Okay. Um, all right. We have an update. Uh, Angela Gabriel will be going to Strasbourg. As a, well, we, 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 we did say it and we know that's the plan. I think it's, I think it's quite obvious, obviously, uh, the Elise and Kudu stuff come out today. Um, so I think that is the decision of, yeah, we're going to go for them. And maybe this is, again, out to stick. Maybe these deals were always planned. But we just wanted to have a look and see these players. Yeah, right. maybe Chelsea just didn't want to tell anybody because guess what? It's their right to be clandestine if they want to be. Like, because the problem is, you tell, you say, you say, oh, we're going to trigger release's release clause. Someone else can go do it. Well, and yeah, I mean, these guys, these guys are copycats. Everybody, like, everybody looks at Chelsea. They look at City. They look at Chelsea. They look at Barcelona, and they say, what, what players are these clubs scouting? And if they get a sniff of it, they will throw their hat in the ring. So Chelsea's like, I do not want anyone to know about Angelo Gabriel. I don't want anyone to know about Nicholas Jackson, who, by the way, wow, what, what a, what a clean, technical, proficient player. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea is just moving quietly because they don't want to get into bidding wars, and that's a smart thing to do. I wouldn't tell anybody what I'm doing. I mean, I, I, there's nothing wrong with this. Is it, Paul says it all the time. He tells you, he's like, yeah, I think these deals have already been done. It's just, you know, it, they're they're moving silently, and that's fine. Well, actually, Angelo Gabriel, when we bought him, it was reported that we bought him for the express purpose of loaning him to Strasbourg. That was the the plan all along, was to loan him out. I just thought he's he shown enough to, to question maybe you. I'm with you, he, dude. I didn't see paused. this coming. I didn't yeah. see this coming. I, I mean, he's played his way back into consideration. I don't, see, I don't, Jared. I don't know. I think this is a mistake. Well, I, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a harm him going out online. Need the Gabriel because he's not going to get the minutes he needs to develop. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's the harm. There's no harm of sending that Strasbourg out alone, especially if it when it's a club that we can all but control how they play and where they play. It's not like you're sending him. It's not like he's a get Billy Gilmore going to Norwich and it's a loan that's going to fail completely. Um, it, it's a loan where he will get game time. He'll play in a team that, if the multi-club model is done right, will play in an expressive way, kind of how Chelsea want to play, so that the transition isn't too much. 
and then maybe next year, a year older, maybe a bit more clinical finishing, maybe he replaces someone who's not doing very well. Sterling, who's got a bucket <sighs> idea. But you've got, if Madueke comes back and he's not firing in all cylinders, if Mudrick, for some reason, flops again this season, the, the, there will be players like Angio Gabriel on your tail and say, well, we don't even need to replace you from the outside because we've already got our replacement on the inside. Yeah. And and look, I I think, again, um, we all just need to slow down. These people get paid big money to do what they do. They're experts in their fields. Um, this is not last summer where it's two guys just having to wing it because people left when they w- were supposed to stay. Um, this is the people making the decisions that need to make the decisions. And so we just need to kind of sit on our hands and, you know, there's, there's a, there's a saying where I live. Um, there's a reason that God gave you two ears and one mouth. mouth. So you can hear, you can listen twice as much as you talk. Maybe you should start listening to what the club is saying and adjust your expectations of what we're doing and how we're doing it accordingly so you just don't bitch for bitching's sake well i don't think that when god made that idiom i don't think it applied to me (laughs) um definitely not uh but no i am hearing you jared and i am hearing what the club is saying and and i agree with you but if look and yeah it just it's just been announced with strasburg uh their recruitment chief talking about uh he will not arrive right away right away uh chelsea First, wishing to integrate him into the club. He will come in August after the tour with the United States. Yeah, I mean, that means that we're going to be buying uh, another creator, another winger. And Maddie, uh, I mean, I hate to jump the gun, but I think that player is going to be Michael Elise. I really yeah, do. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a deal that very much was surprised upon us, as Chelsea do, as you said, moves in silence. Obviously, to the people that don't already know and haven't looked at their phone in the last couple of hours, Chelsea have all but agreed personal terms with Elise. Elise is very happy to go. Um, wants to leave, would like to leave Crystal Palace. Chelsea are putting, I think, is a thirty-nine million pounds. Yes, yeah, four million pounds over his release clause of thirty-five. So that should hopefully mean that we can pay in our favourable um, terms. But Crystal Palace get a little bit more money than the release clause that is already on his head. Um, Suggest so just as well, both both you, just as Carlito, Elise. Do you guys like him, or do you think this is a money being spent and we don't need to? Go ahead, Jared. I wasn't his biggest fan, um, just because you have to deal with Cobham stands because he came from Cobham or was that Cobham at think, one point in time. I think this is the first time Carlito's really rating a Cobham stand. Him and him and the Cobham stands are just. As one. This is, this I know, right? Who knew? He's a closeted Cobham stand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, oh, are you going to digress? Yeah, you. I'm going to digress now. Uh, he has the qualities we're looking at at that position. If you, if you, if you take Olise and Kudus and Madueke and Angelo Gabriel and Diego Moreira, and you put them in a lineup, they're all basically the same profile player. So uh, he fits exactly 
what we're looking for in that position, which is right wing. And if Potch is on board, if everybody thinks he's the man for the job, who am I? Uh, you know, I'm very humble, as everybody knows. Who am I to say anything different? <laughs> oh, man, the disingenuous tone of which that last sentence was delivered. Um, all right. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm a, I'm weird, man. I mean, I, there are a couple of players that I just instinctively like, uh, you know, even a player like Ollie Watkins, a player like Matty Cash, both Villa. I like players like that, um, you know, but Alicia is another one of those guys. He's just a player that has always stood out to me. He always plays well when we play them. He like it makes it like a point of pride to to, to always show up for games against Chelsea. Um, he's an extremely good dead ball specialist. Corner kicks and free kicks. Uh, he is lethal. You remember that the, the 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 goal against Manchester United, I think it was last season, that buried them and Bruno Fernandez just had to watch that ball dink the crossbar and go in. Uh, Elise is awesome. He's uh, for me he starts he will start over Medweke. He's, I think he's a better player Medweke. I also think that he could play attacking mid. Uh, I know that right now with Crystal Palace they have another guy in there and then and you know and Elise has been playing wing but um, no, I, I think that he is, he's very talented. He's very smooth, aesthetically pleasing. I'm kind of a whore for that sometimes. I love beautiful players because I know how hard it is to be good at this game. Uh, and, you know, he just does it and he makes it look so effortless. Uh, so, you know, pleasing on the eye. Uh, I know that that is sort of a, a superficial thing, but it, it, this is entertainment after all. Um, but he's, he's, he's a very good player. He's smart. He's clever. And he's got a lot of flair. I think that he'll add an interesting dynamic that uh, hopefully Angelo Gabriel also will eventually ha- add. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge Michael Elise fan. And I always wondered, I always wondered if he would come back to Chelsea. Um, again, not a Cobham guy. I don't, I don't like those people that like Cobham. Uh, but for this one, I'll, I'll make an exception because I think that he's he's slick as hell and uh, he's a very cool player. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I didn't get the word. His hair, his hair. That's his hair is unbelievable, by the way. His hair is stay, phenomenal. Stay phenomenal hair. All right, there you go, Matt. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as Carlito said. Um, I, I do like the player. Um, I do think he would be a good fit in the team, as you said. Can play attacking midfield, right wing. I think he would initially come in and probably be rotation. Whether he beats Madueke in the end is another question. That could happen. Could not. Depends on how he comes in. I do always say of his stats, a lot of his assists do come from corners and free kicks, which I kind of be like. It's good for uh, Crystal Palace, but for a top-flight team, you need to get more open-play stuff. But I do like the player. I like the style of player, and I'm interested to see what... If, I mean, if this is what our Michael Elise can do under fucking Roy Hodgson... Yeah, then he's like I'm 90 years Pot- old, man. <laughs> then I'm hoping Potch can bring out more in him, um, and then we can see more. I mean, £39 million is not really much... Um, you will probably hopefully be able to sell him for around the same price, even if he doesn't do particularly well. 
Um, so I, I think it's a low risk sign in. Yeah. Again, if it's if if it's if it's covering two positions depth wise, fantastic. Um, well, but Matt, this is what we wanted. Time. This is what we wanted. We wanted depth at those two positions. Yeah, we don't we don't need to we don't need to buy a, a Killian Mbappe for them positions because we've Fuck got people like Mudrick. By the way, keep Sterling already there. So we we we've got Nkuku. We don't necessarily need the first choice because they are to what the club want is their first choices. So. At least they can come in, prove himself, and if he absolutely smashes it, then obviously he will become a first choice. But otherwise, he'll be a good depth option for Chelsea, like kind of how Man City do. Two players in every position. Obviously, it's not so important this year because we haven't got Champions League or any form of Europe. But it's nice to have this prepared for next season as well. Well, you kind of do need to, because during the week, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to at least do an 11-on-11 scrimmage at least once, um, because what are they going to be doing all week? Oh, sure. yeah. But... Sure. So, of course. It, that's where you get your 22-man team from, is two in every position. Then you add the third goalkeeper, gives you 23. That's your squad. You don't need 25. 23 will do it just fine. Yeah, uh, I, it, it's good that Chelsea are finally, and not just having 22 players, but having 22 good players. I think that's the difference between your 12th place teams and your 4th, 5th, 3rd, 2nd, 1st place teams, um, which we're hopefully um, managing to do. Um, another player that kind of come out the blue this morning, um, slash this afternoon, was Kudus from Ajax. Kind of a little, little whispers yesterday as well. Um, but more kind of stuff come out today. Um, some people are now on Twitter say, seemingly saying that we're getting a uh, Elise and not Kudus um, now, even though I find it strange that Kudus would come out around the same time and suddenly we're signing Elise. It just seems a bit weird that that would come out now. Um, Carlito, I'll start with you. Do, do you think we're signing both or do you think it's one or the other? Uh, Elise, it's, it's easy for me. And uh, it's not just what I want. It's also because obviously, you know, what what a fan wants and what the team is going to do. You hope that they're in conjunction. You hope that they're aligned. Sometimes the club does something and the fan wants something else. But uh, no, in this case, I actually do think that Elise is, is going to be the, uh, the the club's choice as well as my choice. So that works out just fine. But do you, do you think the club will go for both? No, no, I don't. No, I think it'll be one player. Um, I still think that Chelsea wants to develop Carney Chukameka and turn him into, you know, more of a creator. I, it's tough because we actually do have a lot of players in that position. Connor, Connor Gallagher, another player that keeps scoring and, and conning his way back into this team, even though he sucks. Um, oh, but he's been, he's been terrible. He's been, apart from his goals, which the first, the one against Wrexham was, because the goalkeeper was dreadful, um, so I, I I wouldn't say just because Gallagher scored two goals that doesn't mean he's played well. No, of course it doesn't. Of course made. it doesn't. Because anyone that just looks at the stat line, that stat line flatters to deceive. Uh, you actually have to watch the player, and he's dreadful. He he's dreadful. Like the guy cannot hold on to the ball. I don't know how he had such a good season at Crystal Palace where you got Don Hutchinson on ESPN FC saying he's one of the best players in the league. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This player is bad. 
He's bad like the way Trevor Chalaba's bad. These guys don't have touch. They don't have touch. So, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. If we sell Gallagher, then maybe there's an opportunity for Kudus, uh, who I think is a good player. He's, he's a good player. But, I, think um, thing, I think the thing is, Kudus, while he can play number 10 and potentially on at wide, he yeah. could also play that number eight pivot, almost your, if you would say, Enzo Fernandez-like role, because sure. Caicedo is going to be the more of a sitting player in, in the pivot, and Enzo is going to have that more free roam. Yeah. Obviously, you don't really have a backup for Enzo. Some people are saying Carney would play that. Maybe I'd like Carney to play in a number 10 role. Um, would Kudus be the person that potentially, not in the same way as Enzo, but uh, adds another option in that role? So, yeah. Oh, but, Santos. Well, yeah, and Santos is amazing. Um, no, I, Matt, I think it's addition by subtraction. I think that in order for us to really explore this opportunity, we would have to sell Gallagher. And I, you know, Jared, Jared doesn't think we we're going to sell him. I'm increasingly thinking the same thing. I don't think we're going to sell him either, which sucks because he sucks. To be fair though, I, I do want, I do want the West Ham links have been coming back again. And there's the link. I hope so. Polinia looks like it. Well, unless they pay 80 million pounds could not happen. Uh, and I think, in terms of affordable sign-ins for West Ham in that role. Gallagher, I don't think, if, especially if Kudus is there to get, I don't think, they're, I don't think Gallagher, they're going to extremely just push a big fee out for Gallagher. I mean, one of the quotes was £30 million. I don't, well, think, West Ham would, I don't think West Ham would hesitate on that when they've got £100 million sitting there, effectively. <laughs> I think that if Gallagher does get sold, then you're looking at a case of uh, do they keep Cassidy in the team or do they go out and get Romeo Lavia? Because you need two, posi- two people at every position, so you need four sixes. And Enzo, Caicedo, Santos, that's three sixes. Gallagher would be used in a six position, even though we know he's not that's not him. That's where they would use it. So if you let him go, you now then need to make the decision. Do you drop 50 M's on Lavia? Or do you keep Cassidy in the team? I mean, that's the decision that has to be made. Um, Carney Chukameka, I believe, can play that position. I don't think they're looking at him at, in that position. I think they're looking at him as a 10. Um, whether they're going to keep him in the squad or not, I do not know. I hope so, because I, I, I like how he plays. He tends to hold the ball a little bit too long or maybe a beat too long. Um, but for me, you, you've got to have that, you know, one goes down. You can't be plugging, a, a, you know, trying to put up a circle into a round uh, a circle into a square hole. You just can't do it. And it was what we've been doing for years, and it's come back and bitten us in the ass. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's interesting that we, we have multiple players that we can sign um, and potentially will sign. Um, I've just seen something pop up on the timeline that apparently with Romeo Lavia, that um, Fabrizio said that Liverpool pulled out the race because they won't pay £50 million for him. Cheap motherfuckers. 
I mean, they to be fair, strong for that game. That's why Lee never did it. Is just a bit ridiculous for Lavio. Yeah, it is. But uh, I, I mean, there's no use bitching about the marketplace. The marketplace is the marketplace. I mean, I, yeah. I've sort of resigned to just accepting it. He has a he has a sell-on clause. Yeah. And that's why it's fifty because Man City get a chunk of the pie, and they they want a certain they want to realize a certain uh, amount of dollars from that sale, and to do that they have to sell him fifty mil. It is what it is. If you think Romeo Lavia is now and could be worth that fifty million dollars, then you go out and get him. And we're going to make the same uh, termination if we do. Uh, sell on Connor Gallagher. Is Romeo Lavia worth going to go get at 50 mil? Because we do have an in through Joe Shields. Or, like I said, do you keep Cassidy in the squad? Nothing, it's not to say that Cassidy would be the first midfielder off the bench in that sixth position. I think it still would be Andre Santos. But is that how you go, younger and younger? Or do you bring Lavia, even though he's only 19 as well? Yeah, I mean, they're not much different. I mean, isn't Cassidy 19 as well? Yeah, I think he's 18 age. or 19. He's 20. Cassidy? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't yeah. remember everybody's age. Yeah. I, mean, I thought Jared, I thought Jared, I thought Jared was never I just, wrong. I just well, know I don't think he is 20, but well, let's go look. I'm uh-huh. literally looking at his Wikipedia page right now. He's 20. Oh, that's Wikipedia. Yes, that is a sourced website. That is not a sourced website. It, there no. are literally references at the bottom. Yes, but Carlito, there's, there's a reason you can't use Wikipedia when you're doing uh, an academic oh, study. He's, tw- he's turned 20 in January. <laughs> he is right. He is 20. He is wild. Oh, okay. Hey, still January, skeptical Susan over here. Skeptical Susan's back. It's not Matt Ball anymore. Oh, God. I have been positive all summer. You can oh, at least give me the skepticism. Mr. Brony. Mr. Brony. Unbelievable. I mean, it says the Jabroni, and it was like, oh, we need a striker. We need a striker. And me and Jared are like, just calm down. Yeah, um, we, yeah you brought up Ollie Watkins. You can take that L to the bank. I would still <laughs> buy Ollie Watkins, but he'd sit his ass on the bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. you, you know, Carlitos, you're going to see that one of Carlitos' new lineups. It's going to be a two up front of Ollie Watkins and Jackson. <laughs> you know what? Happening. The more I look at it, the more I wouldn't even get Lavia. I would keep Cassidy in the team. Uh oh, he's just, fallen victim just, to the Cobham stuff. He's fallen victim to the Cobham mentality. Play the youth. Play the no, youth. No, I just think they're he, all youth. That doesn't matter. <laughs> he's 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 older than Lavia. Number one, Mister. He's twenty. Yeah. And and number two, is Lavia is is Lavia worth that payment more than what Casadeo will bring to to you? That's just my thinking. I just think, especially when you're already spending potentially up to a hundred billion on Casado. And for me, we also need center back. Yeah, which we haven't. Had. We have. We will get to. But yeah, I, I think it's just too much for what we're already probably spending on other players, especially if Gallagher does or does not go. Um, yeah, and I think that that's the that is a key factor in all of this. 
Come on, Tottenham. Come by Gallagher. Yeah, just Tottenham, West Ham, just, just make a bid war. Drive the price up a little bit. Whoever wins, wins and gets the worst player on the planet. Oh, I think he, in the right situation, he's fine. He's just... Oh, I don't, that is, yeah, he's, 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 he's just fine. He's just a guy. I, 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 I said, said in the right situation. He's just a guy. He's Mason Mount. He's just a guy. He's, 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 just, a guy. he's just a guy. He's just a guy that's Tottenham's level. Mid-table team. Man, why am I catching strays today? <laughs> You're doing but it anyway, to yourself. But... <laughs> I said he was fine. <laughs> Man. Oh. Well, Jess, you're supposed to be roasting people today. I'm not getting any roasting apart from Carlito. Well, I did, the, I did that at the beginning. That was, that was the roasting part. Um, I just want to talk about I'm like super excited about our team. So I'm so, sorry. I'm, I'm like a little kid in a candy store looking. I want yo, that one and that yo, one. I did not know I was going to be capable of liking Mauricio Pochettino this much. But I really like him. I really I, like I, it. I, I, Joe, I, I've, really, I've really tried hard not to buy into this aura stuff because I think aura is just that typical hipster word that they all like to use, all these new fancy managers. But I keep looking at more and more pictures on the timeline. I just think, do you know what? I can't deny it. He's got, he's got an aura. Yeah. He's got that aura about him. He it's really great. does, dude. He's, I mean, he, he, you know what it is? Like, he's cool with you. And he's still going to run the hell out of you and probably laugh while he does it, Um, which is kind of the way that I used to operate as a manager. I was cool with all my players, but, oh, my God, was I really tough, really tough. And I feel like he's he's got that similar thing. He's like, you know, he's very relatable. He's personable. He's approachable. But, my God, I mean, he's going to demand so much of these players. And it's just – it's almost shocking to me – the lack of accountability throughout the whole season that we had last year with these players. I mean, they were slow. They were fat, lazy, out of shape, uninspired. And I just, like, I respect this club so much that I'm actually really surprised that it got that bad and, like, that it was allowed to get that bad. But it was. It was really bad. And he's coming in. And he's, you know, he's he's cleaning house. He's sending players out. He's like, uh, where we need to sell more players and we need to buy players. And this is my show. I'm the boss. You do exactly what I fucking say. You're gonna like me, but you're gonna respect me more than you like me. And it's just, I think he's just done an exceptional job. And that aura, oh, it's there, baby. It's there. He's got he's got the shades on, the '80s shades. Guy's cool, man. I'd want to play for him. Yeah, I mean. The part, the, the 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 part where I just looked and went, yes, this this team, this team is it. This Pochettino, I, I'm I'm fully on board. Was just watching that Mudrick goal and just seeing one pass, one touch passes, one twos, so simple, but yet we have I haven't seen that in a Chelsea team. Even on, dare I say, even under Tuchel. Yeah, Imagine the fact that these are young kids that have never played together before, and you're getting the tune out of them like this, most of them. So, um, you know, for me, it, it shows the level of coaching, uh, the dedication, 
it, it looks like the soul and the heart of this team is back. And um, there's a couple of things we need to show up. And I think we're in for a, a fun season. Yeah. I mean, how many times did you see uh, Yuming Sun and Harry Kane do stuff like that? I mean, when, when, when Pochettino was their manager, that was something that was kind of a staple of their attack. Uh, Cause Harry Kane, you know, Harry Kane's such a great creator on top of scoring and son is a burner. Um, but yeah, I mean, those types of plays, you should be expecting a lot more of those. That one was particularly clean. Like it was, that, that was a really, really good goal. Uh, I mean, they just, they carved through Brighton. Like, like those guys weren't even there. It looked like a pattern play uh, exercise where, you know, you, you, you go through patterns with your team and cones act as, as uh, defenders, but there's no defenders there. It looked like there was no Brighton defenders even there because that they were so in sync. And I'm sure that that is something that Pochettino is really emphasizing because I think like his main project, it, just from hearing him speak and, and what, what I'm seeing, I feel like his main project is Misha Mudrik. Like he, his main goal is to make Mudrik one of the best players in the world. And I, it, it won't happen this season, of course, because he's still really young. But in a couple of years, and I do think Pochino, I know we always say this, but I think he's going to be here for a while. And why wouldn't he? He's a fabulous coach. I think in a couple of years, he's going to turn Mudrik into an unbelievable player. Because everything is there. Everybody knows this guy is going to be great. It's just, you know, he's young and he needs direction. And I feel like that is the project that he's focusing on most. Wow. Look, I just saw some more about the Elise contract. It'd be till June 2029 plus uh, an additional year. Uh, it's just it, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, I just I just can't believe this club. You know, um, it's weird, huh? <laughs> it's a weird one. There, 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 there is. If someone was to ask me how you describe Chelsea, I just said there is no club like ours. Not even close. No, it, it may be good, it may be bad, but it's unique. Um, it's always a journey. I, I, I just, I, I just love it. And um, the one thing that I'm, I wouldn't say concerned, but watching a bit more closely is the centre back issue. Obviously, mm. we spoke about it. Uh, obviously, already Fafana injured the only real credible center back that came up was mark gay which i now look a little bit and go well if we're getting a lease safe from palace our palace do palace want to lose another player very quickly in the window um so i wonder whether that might be harder to do um and i don't know there hasn't really been any other options um carly's a what are you thinking about the centre back position? Obviously, I know you want Laporte, but yeah. obviously that hasn't been lit, uh, realistically said in terms of Chelsea's terms. So, what would you look at outside of Laporte? Um, it's it's in the modern game. It's actually such an important position. No player outside the defensive midfielder touches the ball more than a than a centre back. You know these guys, and the ways the the way that we play. I mean, the center back touches the ball probably a hundred times a game. And that's a, that's a lot, but that is how we play. If you're a possession-oriented team and 
you know, you, you a play breaks down and you need to turn around and reset. The reset is always to the center back. It's always to the center back. So it's a it's very important that this person is good with their feet. And we have a big problem because our fourth center back, like if, if you look at it, we got Colwell, who's uh, very, very good on the ball. Buddy Chile, great on the ball. Chaco Silva, the best I've ever seen on the ball, ever. Uh, but that fourth player is really bad on the ball. And, I, and I've said this over and over and over again. I don't care how much Trevor Chalaba likes the club. It does not matter to me that he's a Cobham guy. I don't give a fuck. Posterity is so overrated. The player is bad. He's a bad player. Bad player. Bad footballer. We need a player that can immediately start, and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. With him, it is always going to be a problem because his feet suck. And so who am I thinking? Uh, Matt, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, Laporte, yeah, I mean, definitely. He's 29. He's an adult. He's seen everything. He's a starter for Spain. He's just a really good player, really good. Uh, would they sell him to us? I don't know. Because I think that City's a little apprehensive now after having lost – you know, they're captain, and then I think they're going to lose a couple more. I think Bernardo Silva's going to leave. He's really good. I, they, I think that they're a little worried about how many players that they're losing. Riyad Mahrez has been one of the best players in the whole league for eight years. He's been unbelievable for City. So losing him as well, I mean, that is, that's going to be a problem for them. And I, I think that they're a little concerned that they're getting a little light. And they should be concerned because they are getting a little light. Losing Laporta, I don't know if they'd want to sell him to us. But Gehi, yeah, Gehi's problem is that he's short. He's short. I mean, Chagas Silva is short. Well, and, and obviously that, that set piece that we considered for the first one was not great. Um, he's short. And adding, adding a Gehi to that does put a little bit of worry into him into it but as you said that, that there's I think it's been unfortunate that um Fafana's got injured later on in the preseason and that certain centre back options that may have been available have not have gone already. We've sold centre backs that if Fafana got injured would Kulabali go? I'd probably say not. Um yeah I'd probably say so but it, it, it's hard. I mean, I, I am worried that Chalaba stays. Um, it's not what I want at all. But I'm worried that that might be the course that the club choose to do if they can't find what they would deem a cre- credible option. Um, well, there is two parts to this, though. They have to find somebody who wants to buy Chalaba. You just can't. It's fun in games until somebody brings you back to reality and there has to be a buyer if you're a seller if there's no buyer you can't be a seller so first of all you have to find somebody who who will brag Chalaba at the price you list him for and then you have to decide who you want to bring in now I gave you another name besides uh Gehi and that's Axel de Sassi from Monaco he's 25 uh partnered with uh bad bad benny and uh he is an aerial threat he's a big big dude uh and that's a possibility as well we i know we've looked at it hmm. 
I mean, there's another player. He wouldn't start for us, but he, I mean, he's going to be available as Eric Bailly. Um, I think he's going to be leaving on a free for Manchester United. Now, again, not a starter, but uh, I've always thought he was pretty good. Um, that could be another option. He's he's a little older. He's 29. The, the problem the problem with Eric Bailly, though, is the best the best ability is availability, and oh, he's yeah. certainly not available. That's the problem. Yeah. Yep. I, I would steer clear from, from injury FC. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a Chelsea stream lingo right there, Jared. Oh hey, man, you know, I'm here for it. I, you know, for me, it, it's, you know, find somebody. That's why we have a recruitment department. Uh, department find something we had, somebody we haven't heard of and go get it. Uh, to, because I want somebody that I, when I look at players, okay, can I see this person starting for us? Multiple games in a row. Um, right now, the only two center backs I am 100% sure of are Thiago Silva and Benoit Badiashio, because I've seen them. Okay, I'm still, I still got questions about Caldwell. And you're telling me I'm supposed to accept Chalava? No, 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 no. If it's nah, nah, no, 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 can't have that. I've got to have somebody else that I can see starting week in, week out on the other side. What about what about Harold Maguire? Oh, for um, God's sake! I, 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 I would have, I would rather get um. Uh, what's that doofus from Arsenal? Rob Holding. Rob Holding. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man, that's brutal. No, I mean, I, Lewis said he would deactivate if we signed Harry Maguire. It also, it almost makes me want to sign Harry Maguire just to force him to eat his own words. The, the, uh, the thing, the thing is, there is a there is a reality where I see Chelsea doing it. Oh, I, I do too. I do too. I, I yeah, see, I'm serious. I see, yeah. I, I see Chelsea panicking at the end of the window. They can't find an option for love nor money. Man United can't get rid of him because he's on high wages and no one will buy him. And I see Chelsea going in, we'll loan him for a season. You cover most of his wages. Um, we'll pay you a loan fee and then we'll reassess our options in 12 months' time. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't think that'll happen. I, I uh, just because you don't want it to happen doesn't mean it won't. No, I just because it's not the way our board's been acting. I I I, I think they'll have a, a a solution. They'll work a solution with Potch and and they'll come up with something. Um, I'm not worried about it. I just like to see some more names come in. Um, like I said, the, the ones that I've seen roll through, there's only two that are acceptable. Uh, or a light Laporte. I don't know if they'll sell Laporte. And he's another left footer. Um, if it being left foot, it doesn't mean you can't play right center back. Yes, I, I I do understand that. But how many how many teams do you see with three left footed center backs on the team? Well, we just seem to be stockpiling them all up. I mean, left, they're not, there aren't many left-footed centre-backs either. Right. I mean, and that's and we'll, the reason why. But Again, what I'm saying is 
conventional wisdom would state that you have a right footer on the right side and a left footer on the left side for passing angels. For passing uh, angels. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I said oh, conventional wisdom. No. I would, buddy. What it is. Buddy, Corsalum from Finland offered me a, uh, a chance to go play for them. My, my best friend at the time ended up doing it. I was a right-footed left back. That's where I was going to, if I was going to go pro, I would have played left-footed right, or sorry, right-footed left back. Okay, you're telling me that uh, that you have to be a right-footed player to play on the right I, side of a center back? No, this is, I, no, no, I no, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to finish here because this is a, this is some hipster bullshit that, that you have to play uh, on the right side of your right footer and you have to play on the left side of, of a central position. A central position if you're a left footer. John Terry played left center back. John Terry was a right footed player. VVD, who has been considered one of the best center backs in the world for five years, is a right footed player playing left center back. Rudiger played it. So there is no rule against be, having two left footed center backs at the center back position. There is no rule against that. Now, Jared, I'm not picking on you, I'm picking on everybody that is making this ridiculous notion. That you have to be right footed to play fucking center back. Like I just I just don't I don't agree because th th then you look at every other central position, whether it's central striker or center mid or D mid or attacking mid and say, Well, huh, it's gotta be right footed. What are you talking about? I I I didn't say that, but that's fine. I said conventional wisdom, meaning the perceived notion, uh, what is, what they're, you know, the, the mean, the average is that I have a right-footed center back and a left-footed center back is what people what shoot people? for. What people? Man, I'm going to be this guy today. Because this is the one hill I am going to fucking die on. Well, that's fine. And it has to do with the passing angles. Out of the back when you're playing center back. If you're on the left side, it's easier to get a better passing angle when you're left footed. Same as a right side. Okay. Um, so you say what you will. I didn't say that that's what you need to look for. All I said is it's conventional wisdom, and you don't <laughs> see many teams with three left footed center backs. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. I, I mean, it just, I just don't think it matters. I think I think left lefty righty no, is, no, is totally I'm overstated. Okay, the other the other thing is that like you you have a bunch of inverted wingers now. You have right footed players playing left wing, left footed players playing right wing. So I just feel like lefty righty is 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 uh, an antiquated focus. I don't think lefty, it matters. Righty, yeah. So I didn't mean I look. I mean to be a dick about it. I'm not trying to be a dick about it. Um, but I just yeah. I see a lot of people prioritizing something that I just don't think is a big deal. Hey, you got your invitation to the Richard Convention. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think with that's a good one. I think with centre backs, I think what's more important than what foot they play is—is is it going to complement the centre back that they're going to play with? Because um, naturally, in a partnership, you want to complement one centre back's flaws will fit one of a centre back's strengths. So then effectively you have a centre back pairing that is flawless. Um that's why that you don't you don't just buy the two best centre backs in the world and play them with each other because necessarily that won't work. Because they might have both the same flaws. Um it's about getting the right pairing. That's why 
John Terry and Gary Cahill. Definitely not the best two centre backs in the world at their times. John Terry not being the oldest, uh, the youngest uh, John Terry in the world, and Gary Cahill being Gary Cahill. But as a pairing, they worked quite well together, and that's why it was pretty good. Carvalho and John Terry, they they together with the back four, of course, as well, made a record that's probably never going to be broken. Carvalho is not the second best defender in the world at the time. John Terry, you'd argue, was one of the best, but we'll get into that debate in another in another stream. But the reason why they work well together is because the pairing was well. And even even when I played as a younger as a centre back, it was who I was I was paired with would have the best time. And I think that's what Chelsea needs to look at rather than you know, is is it right footed, left footed? I think you get too many people that focus on the the feet too much. I don't care what foot what side the foot they are, as long as they're good with their feet, I don't care. I would have dusted you, Matthew. Oh, oh, I would have gone right by you. Uh, no, I'm with you, dude. And look, at the end of the day, I get conventional wisdom, schmizdom. I mean, it, it, look, it, I don't think it matters. Uh, I think as long as you're really good on the ball and you can defend well. Uh, so the center back position, when they receive the ball, they often have so much space, especially with the way that we play. Because we like when we, when we have the ball, we make the field big. And I uh, no, I, I just I, I think that um, two left-footed center backs is not illegal, and uh, and it shouldn't be, mm, it, it it shouldn't be ruled out. So that's just my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that is completely fair. Um, we just have to we well, we have to wait and see what Chelsea do because I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but you never know. We ne- 24 hours ago, we weren't expecting to sign Kudus and Elise. So there the next go. 24 hours, this pod will be out and we could have been close to signing God knows who. Um, and we'll, we'll be happy. Maybe Carl- maybe it's Carlito's dream of having Laporte in this team will come true. And I think if we have Elise and Laporte signed, I think Carlito is going to do his nuts. There, it, is, it, is, it is the summer of Carlito. Man. They're signing all of my guys. Signing all of my guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just can't wait now for Chalaba to stay and ruin that. Yeah, well. Why would you do that to us? Why would I do that? Well, it just might happen. It is completely conceivable, as you said. Who is going to get him? <sighs> that's, uh, that's Josh CFC's guy, Trevor Chalaba. <laughs> Chalaba. Tell her butt cheeks. Woof. Uh, Fabrizio Romano says that uh, I would keep an eye on Chelsea until the end of the story. I don't know why he said that. Uh, Because they have Joel Shields, who's always been close to Romeo Lavia. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, to be be fair, I think me and you could have wrote that. Yeah. But it doesn't really tell us much. It's just, oh, yeah, Liverpool aren't interested anymore. Hey, Chelsea are still there. Um. How far we're there is another. Do you question. think do you think Fabrizio Romano likes Chelsea more than any other club? I think I think Fabrizio Romano likes Fabrizio Romano more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he he, we give him so much news all the time. I bet he loves this club for that. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm sure he hates our our fans who just consistently bombard him with absolute rubbish. 
especially. Oh, you, oh, you mean Johnny, Johnny Minerals? No, I don't even mean Johnny. But <laughs> you look, you look, you look at his, you look at his replies when he does Chelsea stuff, and even, it'll be something to do with like European club and you have another European club, and suddenly it's Chelsea news, Chelsea news, Chelsea. For Britsia and Ryan, I must just get pissed. At some point, you just might, I'm going to mute Chelsea because I'm just bored of hearing Chelsea. Uh, what, I, mean, the reason deals, I think the only reason he deals with Chelsea is because it makes him money. Prepare to be mad, mad another striker got away. Mauro Accardi to Galatasaray from PSG. This is ridiculous. I got to ask you this question. 30-year-old Wilfred Zaha, right? Spent a majority of his career at Crystal Palace. Right? I think Zaha is a really good player. And now he goes from Crystal Palace, which is a mid-level club at best, always has been, to, to now going to Turkey. Why, why is he hell-bent on nobody remembering him as a player? I mean, I'm at the point, you'd surely you just stay at Palace, wouldn't you? No, he's the Rodney Dangerfield of wingers. No respect! He gets no respect at all. No respect! I mean, I... This it, this baffles me that when he was 26, 27, 28, that he did not want to go to a bigger club. Because he on his day, he's an awesome player. And I just, these moves, I, I, I'll never understand this this guy. I'll never, and he, he's even active on Twitter. He talks to people that shit on him all the time. He gets a lot of shit too. But he, these moves don't make any sense to me. They just don't. I, I think he's ruined his career with the decisions that he's made. Well, Crystal Palace was kind of hamstrung because there was a, a sell-on clause that that went to Man United if they ever sold him. So they always priced him way over what he was worth. So that had a I lot think, to do with it. I, th- I think the problem is as well, there are a few players. I mean, even Caicedo to a point is one of them. They listen to these people and think these people are trustworthy. Daniel Levy, Harry Kane, um, Paul Barber and whoever it is. Um, in charge of Brighton with Caicedo. Why why these people think we'll sign contracts and then gentlemen agreements there and nothing's in Brighton? Why that is a thing is God God knows how. Football is so cutthroat. They're going to keep you. They don't care. They don't care. Oh, we we severed a gentleman's agreement. What do you fucking do? Um... The whole reason why this Kaiseido thing is probably taking long is because he stupidly signed a new contract. Yeah. And if <laughs> that was a wild move. If he, if he really wanted to go on a fair fee, you put a release clause in. Simple. Or, right. you, don't, and then, or you don't sign and the then contract. It, and, then it, and then it's totally up to Chelsea what Chelsea want to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that the other one was uh, Madison. I think that the only reason he left Leicester is because there was probably something in his contract where if they got relegated, he could leave. Because uh, that's another one that I think would have probably rotted at Leicester had they not been relegated. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Harold Kane, man. Harold Angelo Kane. These guys have got to read the fine print, brother. And yet, I guess they don't. It's not even reading the fine print. It's just not trusting people who are bit the biggest crooks in the game. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust someone on a gen- I wouldn't even trust me. You used to on a gentleman agreement, let alone anyone oh! else. Hey, 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 
That hurts. I'm gonna have a hard time sleeping with a knife in my back. Ouch. I'm sorry. Fraud. I, 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 I just I just woke up and chose violence today. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> so did I. But, <laughs> Against Jared. But, but Man, my, I, my point I, is, my still don't tr- just don't trust <laughs> these people. And if I was Kaiseido, I would be sucking his agent right now. Because maybe that's not Kaiseido's job to put in a release clause, but it's certainly his agent's. Yeah, it'll get done. Kaiseido will be making the big bucks over at Chelsea, winning stuff, while Brighton gets relegated again. See, this, think, is, I, this I, is just I, the strangest thing, is that the, I think that he signed a new deal in January under the auspices that he was going to leave in June. Why? I know that they wanted to keep him because they think that he would help them get European football, which did they even get? You, you said they, they finished sixth. Europa League. They got Europa League. Okay, I, I guess that's like the diet RC Cola of, of the European football. They don't Got shit him. on RC Cola. <laughs> hey, that's a, a favorite childhood memory. Hey, Kirkland signatures yet. Uh, but it's just, it's just, it's very bizarre to me that he signed that contract and thereby giving them so much more agency over where he goes in July and June. I, it, that, that was a very weird move. Because if someone wants to leave a club, yeah. <laughs> You don't sign a new deal unless this is like the NBA with Gordon Hayward signing trade with the Utah Jazz for him going to the Boston Celtics. Signing trades do happen because the, there's an actual trade, right? And, and in the NBA, you have to you have to have comparable compensation going back and forth in terms of contracts. Like you, you can't just sell somebody to 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 the Boston and not get something of comparable consent, compensation in return. But with this, this is just so strange to me that he signs a contract. Even though he wants to leave, I don't get it. I think that's how they got him to stay. Is oh, we'll give you some more money. It's just stay this half a year, and they probably did have a a, a, a verbal agreement that oh yeah, yeah we'll, 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 you know if a good bid comes in, we'll let you go in the summertime. Ugh. That's how it was said. And that's the thing about this whole when a when a reasonable offer comes in. Well, what can you define reasonable? There you go. That's it's why they said it just it's like that. It's language, man. It's language. That's why they said it like that. You can't hold them to it in court because you have to define those things. That's why you write a contract. Uh, it, it's just naivety from his agent, whoever it was. He got played. It'll get worked out. Not worried. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm still not worried. Um, Maybe in a couple, maybe in two weeks' time, if it's not done, I'll be a bit more worried. But right now, we'll just. I I don't think Sadiq can do another ten-minute video about a Kaiseido update. <laughs> I don't think he can do it. The truth about Mason Mount. <laughs> the truth. No, the, tr- the truth about Kaiseido. It's just. Yeah. I'm so wait on the truth about Holland. Oh, 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 oh God! We're gonna have to edit this out. He's gonna kill you, man. Jared. Oh, no! Oh no! Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, even, is... even the even the Romeo Lavia thing now. Liverpool. Well, Liverpool was supposed to be getting these deals done quickly. Yeah. I thought Liverpool were completely re-transformed their midfield to dig. 
Well, the other thing I want to I want to talk to you about because you've you've been giving me some stick for this, and that is the demon club that is Brighton. There's only one person in the world that dislikes Brighton more than I do, and that is Jess. She hates this club, and I, I we don't agree on anything, Jess and I. But with this one thing we do agree on, and that is that Chelsea should be open for business with 18 Premier League clubs. After this Caicedo deal, there is one club that they should not deal with anymore, and that is Brighton. They should not deal with Brighton anymore. Brighton is so up their own ass about about how this this ridiculous level of self-importance. They're so arrogant. I, I, I don't ever want to do business with them ever again. Ever. I want to close shop with this one club. Not everybody else. One club. Right. I want to be done with them. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit confused because when you said 18, I was like, who's the other club we don't want to deal with? Oh, our shelves. There's at least one. But yeah, I mean, I disagreed with you last week on this. Um, I understand your point a little bit more now. Um, I, I, I would say, just I'm say like, I'm right, Matt. You know I'm right. You know no, I'm right. You have a point. That's not doesn't mean you're right. No, I always I have would, a point. He has no <laughs> point. He's always he's just round and curved. There's no points to him. Easy, Lukaku. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Lukaku, Lukaku. Oh keeps no! Going we don't. Oh my God! Oh my God! I can do Lukaku in my toilet. Dog, did he really call up the chairman of Inter and beg for forgiveness? <laughs> this dude. Oh my God! Somebody God. Guys has to get him off I, the rock. I'm, I'm expecting an apology interview to the chairman <laughs> and Inter Milan coming out any day now. Sky Italia. Yo, put it in the box. <laughs> he's, he's probably got Sky Italia and like speed dial by now with the amount of interviews he's doing. I, I mean, I, I thought that, Jared, I, I think... thought that Zaha made bad career moves. This dude is a self-saboteur. Yeah, I think they should uh, put him in the stocks and let people throw uh, <laughs> like tomatoes. food at him. Spoil <laughs> the vegetables at him for a little oh bit. That'll be pinching enough. Or have him do the walk of shame from Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know? When you said that, I keep thinking about that gif of that old lady saying, Boom! 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 <laughs> <laughs> just Lukaku, just... <laughs> you got Lataro Martinez throwing a cucumber in his ass? This is funny, can we stay here? Said <laughs> you would be back. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is tremendous. And then, and now, okay, now I'm thinking about Daniel Day Lewis because it is my name. Oh my god! Oh. What a jabroni! But is 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 there a possible outcome where Lukaku stays? No chance, bro. No, no chance. chance. Well, it's the thing. It's the thing. Juventus might be out the window now because PSG think Vahovic has got dodgy. Medicals going on. Hovich has just done a fucking ziesh uh, on PSG. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got that, uh, that, issues with his groins. He's got, so he's got sports hernias. That that move seems kind of off the table. Yeah. If Lukaku really doesn't want to go Saudi, 
I don't think Inter are going to come back in, so I, I don't see anywhere else for him to go. <gasps> I think you will be going Matt, to Saudi. Matt, Matt, I have news. I have news. Breaking moves. And this is this mm-hmm. is not surprising. This is not surprising. Chelsea is considering selling Raheem Sterling. Who said that? The fraud Philip Mello. <laughs> oh, of course he said it. Oh god. But no, but that I think I think that uh this actually is pertinent because he's been really bad. I mean, I, it's, it's the elephant in the room. He makes more money than anybody else on this team, and I'm not starting him. He's not playing over Mudrik. Uh, I think that silence says it all. I mean, if, if Al Hilal or one of the Al's come, come in from Arabia and say, we'll give you $70 million for him, uh, we're taking that deal. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, supposedly, um, Oasis Caicedo has removed Brighton from his bio. Yes. Yes. He's doing the NBA thing. I I am now just checking that just to see if it is. On Instagram or? Uh, This is his Twitter bio. Moises Caicedo 55. To be fair, there's loads of fake Moises Caicedo accounts. On Moises underscore Caicedo 55. Twitter. No, I, I've got his Twitter account up, so it still says Brighton. So basically, Jared. Are you talking account- about the one with 856 followers? <laughs> no, as 656K followers. Uh, sounds more credible, unless it's like a United Trey situation. I don't know. I, I was the, I, I've just seen one with 111,000 followers, so I assumed that was him. Oh, Matt, here's another one. Alan St. Maximin going to one of the one of the owls. It's, it's just ridiculous. This guy's 25 years old. What do you? Wow. Yeah, but this guy, this guy's another player. It's just. I don't know. Oh, you, you, mean Mar- you mean Marvin Dent's favorite player? Oh, it is Marvin's favorite. And don't be wrong, I really do like, I do, I do like him as a player, but he's such a flash-in-the-pan player. That's the problem yeah. with him. Yeah, you had that he, one game he, against City last year. Woo! That's the thing. It comes up once at one game a season. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even really know why Saudi are looking at him, to be honest. I mean, I just, I'm thinking right now, Wanda Nara just... Just strolling the streets of Turkey with Mauro Icardi, Wanda Nara. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, look, if, if we sell Sterling, yeah, we'd, we, if we sold him to, to, to Saudi Arabia, we would definitely get a good fee. Then, but then we'd have to replace him. So that's, it's just, it's, I think it's something to keep what? your eye on. I'm glad that this is not August. 23 and this is July 23 and we still have time but I, I just I, I, I think he'll stay for another season I think next summer is purpose, per, per, purpose uh, perfectly reasonable for him to leave um, but I think this summer I just think it's people talking because he's not been on form and naturally players that are not playing too well in preseason you'll link him with moves 
Yeah, but they, these American owners are paying him a lot of money to not play well. Yes, but then again, that is another reason why he won't go anywhere apart from Saudi. Make the call, Bowley. I, I don't see anyone going in for him. Maybe no, neither PSG. do I. Neither do I. Maybe a PSG, but even then, I don't see Sterling leaving for Paris. I mean, he's fallen off in a way that Mane's fallen off, and he's three years younger. Like, this is, this is very interesting. He's English. What do you expect? I expect him to play better. He's English. Yeah. You know they're not that good. I mean, I would have taken Harvey Barnes over him in a second. Newcastle's making good moves, man. Yeah, for, for being a mid-table team. <laughs> Shut up. My guy, Strasburg, Steve. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm stressed for Steve. Steve. Um, yeah, no, Newcastle's looking pretty good right now, dude. He was, he was at the game with Jimmy Spliff the other night. Spliff and Jimmy. Well, isn't, isn't Newcastle the team play next? Yeah. Uh, when is that game? Wednesday, isn't it? I'll check. Because oh, this I thing should... ends on July 30th. What, ta- what time would it be? That time? It's going to be at night. Yeah, I'm think. I'm just trying to think how le- if, if, how it's late midnight, it is. Midnight. Six six fifteen. Six fifteen p.m. Mormon time. So that's seven fifteen my time, which is one fifteen your time. Hey Matt. Oh, hey Matt. Hey Matt. It's yeah. about damn time you guys suffered once. Hey, I, I, I I watched Brian. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it, we, Jared and I have to get up so early for some of these games, man. Oh, every fucking Saturday. I used to get up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. to watch preseason games when I lived in Arizona. Yeah. No, f- fair enough to you guys. I mean, I, I watched the Brighton game and I stayed up and it was okay. But that was an exciting game. I couldn't imagine watching one of last year's games, 6, 5, 4 a.m. Um, that's why I always respect you guys. And I don't condone the degenerate fucking English view oh. of... Oh, just because you live five five miles from Stamford Bridge, that that doesn't doesn't mean shit. All right, let me just, let me let me let me dispel this rumor right now. Okay, Chelsea has 135 million people that follow the club. It's a big club. England, as a whole, England has 55 million people that live in the country. And guess what? The most popular team is certainly not Chelsea. It's it's United. Of course it is. So a tiny-ass percentage of those 55 million people that live in your country actually follow Chelsea. The rest of them, the people that are responsible for the TV revenue, the revenue that that uh, fuels 40% of the club's total revenue, yeah, that comes from foreigners, you pricks. Foreign money, a.k.a. not English money. Without foreign fans, there is no club. No club. Zero. You would not be in the Premier League. All right? So just because you get sweaty and drink shitty beer and go to Stanford Bridge, it does not make you a better fan than me. Motherfucker. Wow. I, mean, I think that's a drop the mic moment. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Um, I mean, I, I always go the other way. I, I, I always say, well, 
to these fans that say, oh, I go to Stamford Bridge all the time. That means I'm a proper foul. I go, all right, do you, do you watch the women's team? Do you go to women's games? No. Nope. Do you watch the women's games on TV? No. Nope. I was like, so you moan at a fan because they live far away, but yet you don't watch a whole half of Chelsea Football Club and you call yourself a real fan? Um, and that's when they kind of just start going into the ethers. Um, so if, if they want to put these standards on people, then fine, we'll put standards on them. And most of them will be called out. There are some that go to both men's and women's games and they're absolutely fucking mental, but a fair play to them. But same to the people that watch it at silly o'clock in the morning. Fair play to you guys. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I don't want to live in the city of from Withnail and I. Sorry, I don't like to eat half-cooked bacon sandwiches slathered in butter. And sorry that I don't want to get rained on 90% of the year. I like the sun. I'm a tan man. What can I say? I don't want to live in England. I don't want to live in England. That doesn't mean that I'm a bad fan. Get out of here. Exactly. Um, I mean, people. everyone just, as soon as I see that, I just straight away block, report. Whatever. Can't be asked about it. It's low bollocks. Um, anyway, anything you guys wanted to uh, touch upon before we finish? Um, I, I think uh, some of us here are legally barred from touching. I, I don't want to speak for myself. Um, don't I, you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that <laughs> evil on me. Oh, no way, man. No way, Jose. Woof. This guy, this guy, you, you can't say anything with him. Whatsoever. You just did. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we, we, we will take that as our finish because there is nothing uh, credible to say anymore. Um, apart from Chelsea, are the best club, Brighton are a little bitch club. Uh, they will always be a bitch club, small club in Brighton. Um, and that is it. Um, so thank you to everyone that has listened. Uh, obviously, thank you to Carlito and Jesters for coming on, as usual. Uh, always appreciate their time. Um, obviously, you can catch us both. You can catch us all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then also check out our website, www.worldwidechelps.com. Check out the store. Check out the articles. Check out everything. Buy the Mudrick merch. Buy the Lukaku merch. Just buy the merch. Um, big up, everyone. This is Chelsea. 